It's November 29th, 2017. Welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. First up, we're going to hear from Abby Lunardini, Senior Vice President of Brand Marketing and Communications at Postmates. She's going to be on the line to tell us about the launch of Postmates here in Hawaii. And of course, uh, we'll hear from David Clark and Nick Wong about the entrepreneurial boot camp for students called Nalukai Academy. A great program yes. on the Big Island. But first up, let's welcome Abby Lunardini from uh, Postmates. Uh, welcome to the show, Abby. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, I know that uh, if you have many, many friends in cities like San Francisco, you're probably familiar with Postmates. But what's the uh, elevator pitch for someone who's new to the brand? <laughs> Um, well, we're so excited to be launching in Honolulu. Um, we're really the only on-demand delivery app that offers anything from anywhere. So anything from a run to for Starbucks coffee to sushi um, to a last-minute drugstore item, um, we'll bring it to you in 35 minutes or less. Uh, and we've um, really grown a ton in the States. We were really kind of the originators of on-demand, uh, and we're now the number one on-demand delivery app in Los Angeles, which is um, the largest consumer market um, on the mainland. I see. Now, of course, right around the time Postmates launched here, there was the sudden launch of Uber Eats, which basically takes Uber drivers to deliver food. And, of course, we have like local incumbents like uh, Bite Squad, which had acquired uh, Room Service in Paradise. But you pointed out the differentiator, which is you're not a food delivery service. I mean, it, it works for that. But uh, I could order a, a, a car battery from uh, <laughs> an auto, auto parts store, too. Is, is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. If you if you wanted to, <laughs> if you could do that, you can essentially sort of type what you want into um, the Postmates app and um, we'll bring it to you. Um, we're um, also, um, because of that, very focused on, um, you know, working with local and independent businesses and restaurants. So, you know, most of our services is focused on, on food and um, coffee and consumables um, because that tends to be what people um, like to order. Um, but we will deliver anything. Um, but because of that model, um, we really have um, a long history of kind of working with local businesses to help them sort of expand their reach and grow. And um, on the mainland, um, we typically see um, local merchants who join the Postmates platform um, will grow their revenues by about four times um, uh, just with sort of the extension. So, so Abby, um, I, I know that the you are signing up restaurants, but like in the case that Ryan brought up, if somebody wanted to buy a battery, are you looking for somebody to source those batteries? I mean, how do you? Did yeah, I would think that that's um, well, a little. Well, essentially, the way it works, um, uh, we sort of approach it two ways, where we have partners um, in market who we kind of have a longer term relationship with, and um, we build out menus with them. Um, to make it really easy to order. Um, but you can also sort of type what you want into the Postmates app. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one of our Postmates, um, uh, our couriers, we call them Postmates, um, will kind of go source it for you and find it. Oh, okay, so um, it's not so, so much... Yeah, so yeah. in an example like that, um, which is a little offbeat... Um, <laughs> now um, I want to do it, it, it would essentially be sort of like a custom order. Got it. Or like a, a local battery store like mm -hmm. Battery Bill. So mm -hmm. so you mentioned Postmate as a, uh, a person, a, a career, as you <laughs> mentioned. How are you building out that workforce uh, in Honolulu? Yeah, um, it's actually been, um, we were so excited to launch the market, and it's um, a new market for us. Um, it was really high on our list um, uh, for a long time, um, and um, thus far, um, we've been really thrilled with kind of the response uh, in terms of the, the local market. Um, we had 
sort of hundreds of, of folks um, sign up um, in uh, Honolulu um, to be Postmates um, uh, really early on. Um, so we're pretty happy with um, kind of demand and, and supply, uh, both demand and supply uh, on Honolulu at the moment. So Abby, in terms of Honolulu, are, is there like a radius that you will cover? Do you get all the way out to like, uh, let's say, Nanakuli or Laie? Um, we're, and we initially started, we're, we're hoping to grow and grow there soon. We initially started, um, uh, with service, um, closer in. So we have sort of all of the, like, um, Honolulu, Manoa area, Mm -hmm. University of Hawaii campus, um, Kailua, Mm -hmm. um, we go out to Kailua, um, and then I'm probably going to mispronounce this name, Kaneo, Kaneo, Kaneo. Um, that area, and we're looking to expand really quickly. Um, so typically how we um, launch into new markets is we sort of um, launch in kind of a, a tighter radius area and make sure that um, the, the network's really working, that mm-hmm. delivery times are, are really short. We aim for 35 minutes or less, um, and then we kind of expand outwards from there. So we're hoping to, to grow um, really quickly. You know, it's just in New York, and of course there they have everything same-day delivery, so it's kind of exciting <laughs> to finally have something similar to that here. Broadly speaking, if somebody was curious, how would you ca- quantify how it's cost? You know, how, do the price, how does the pricing, was it per delivery, per distance? Is it based on the partnership with the vendor that you have as a, as, within the app? How, how does that work? Sure. Uh, well, at present in Honolulu, all deliveries are three ninety nine um, per delivery, uh, and um, typically uh, when we build out partnerships, um, we kind of work with um, local merchants um, and have kind of a built in um, a commission structure. Hmm. Um, but um, at present in Hawaii, uh, in Honolulu, because it's a new market, sure. all of our deliveries. These are three ninety nine. We also have a subscription service for Postmates, where you can essentially get unlimited delivery um, uh, for nine ninety nine a month um, from from any merchant. Hmm. So, if you're like a big fan of Starbucks but don't like to leave the house, that might be a pl- way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, now, yeah. Abby, you know, uh, all of our our neighbor island listeners are probably thinking, well, when are you guys going to expand to the neighbor island? So, I'm going to give you, Abby, a chance to announce anything that might be happening <laughs> on the neighbor islands. Well, I will tell you, I've been I've been lobbying for that internally okay, okay. <laughs> um, to expand really quickly. Um, I don't have a date set for you, but I will tell you that we are looking at it, and we've been really um, uh, thrilled with the early response in Honolulu. So we're we're hoping that we can expand. Well, yeah. when you're ready to uh, announce that, you can give just us a call. give us a call, and we'll have you back on. <laughs> right? You got I know? will do that. So, Abby, I, I like the introductory pricing. Is there anything special that people in Honolulu need to do, or uh, how does one try out Postmates and see how it works? You can just download the Postmates app on iOS or Android. Um, it's three ninety nine delivery. We're also offering everyone in Honolulu a hundred dollars in free delivery credit through December fourteenth. Um, so uh, folks can order uh, as much as they want um, through that, that time period. So it's a really great deal and a great way to kind of try out the product, and, and hopefully people um, will love it and um, stay with us. Fantastic. Sounds good. And, of course, it's pretty obvious, but, uh, Abby, what's the URL that people can go to? Um, it's just postmates.com. Very Fantastic. good. Well, Abby, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Great to talk to you. And, of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by David Clark and Nick Wong. And they're going to talk about Nalukai Academy. This is Bite Marks Cafe. 
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Ulupono Initiative and Impact Hub Honolulu Co-working. I listen to Hawaii Public Radio every morning when I'm driving to work. It, it energizes me for the day, and it gives me that information that I need to be effective. It informs my day, and uh, I really relish that time in the car, as crazy as that may sound, to actually uh, to be educated on what's going on in the world. Member-supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Now joining us in the studio, we've got David Clark and Nick Wong. David is the executive director of Naolukai Academy, a 10-day entrepreneurship tech and design camp for high school students. Nick, meanwhile, is an 18-year-old full-stack web developer, entrepreneur, Kamehameha High School student, and mentor at Naolukai Academy and Twitter superstar. Yeah, and I know, you know, I'm going to get his autograph after the show because he's going to be a star. Anyway. What do students learn in this 10-day boot camp? We will find out today. Welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. Aloha, Bert. Thank you for having us. Welcome. Well, David, I'm going to start with you since uh, you're the senior guy in the audience here. Just the old one. (laughs) (laughs) That might be what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, you you know what I mean. (laughs) So I wanted to find out a little bit about you're the executive director. Give us a a sense of what Nalukai Academy is all about. So... Essentially, Nalukai is about assembling a group of 20 students from around the islands uh, who are interested in innovation, startup, making, uh, creating, and bringing them together free of charge to them Mm -hmm. um, and equipping them with tools for how to start being innovators uh, and leverage um, their interest in either putting out a product, a business idea, a service, a nonprofit. Um, we bring them together for, ten, for a 10-day camp over the summer, and um, they create community together, and we bring together a number of resources, um, entrepreneurs from all over, um, especially those with a Hawaii connection, mm-hmm. uh, to help provide mentorship um, and inspiration and the wisdom that they have uh, that they have achieved over the course of their careers. Now, I like that these boot camps are, and programs focusing on these things are becoming more and more uh, prevalent. But certainly, Nalukai Academy stands out to me one because it's placed on the Big Island uh, and kind of focuses a lot on that community. Uh, can you share a little bit of how it came to be? I mean, how it grew into existence. What was the genesis of Nalukai Academy? Certainly. Um, So originally, Darius Monsef was a student of mine uh, who graduated from high school back in 1999 when I was a teacher at Parker School. And he went off into the world and found his way, um, created a couple of internet um, startup companies that that did very well. And when he decided to move his family back to the Big Island, he wanted to give back. He wanted to provide a forum for students to receive some of the uh, the skills that he found useful that he developed sort of along the way. And that's where the idea generated from. Um, and so he came back and last year, last summer, uh, the summer of 16, uh, was the first cohort that was assembled. And um, the camp ran for 10 days at Hawaii Preparatory Academy. 
and it has continued. It has evolved. We've gotten more people involved, and um, it has grown. So that we had the second uh, successful camp this past summer. So, David, you've you've been involved from the from the you know inception of uh, the whole idea of the Nalukai Academy. I mean, give us a little bit of of your background and and sort of what do you bring to to the the chemistry of you know getting everybody together and, and launching this academy. Sure. Um, I actually wasn't involved in the first cohort, the, fir- the first year as much. I did some of the development of the application. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been in touch um, over the years. I've stayed in touch with a number of my former students, Darius included. Um, and he, um, he asked me to be involved um, because he's got a number of different ventures he's involved with. And my background um, is primarily in schools and also in camps. So I, I have worked for a number of different um, independent schools um, all over the country and uh, as a college counselor, as a dean, as an English teacher, um, and also as someone who did project-based learning um, throughout. Um, senior projects and things like that. And so I've, I've always been involved with place-based learning, um, expeditionary learning, experiential education. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of getting involved with something that would, that would help leverage um, the idea of entrepreneurship and, um, and what students would need in order to, to put their own ideas into play um, was always exciting to me. And, and it would certainly make sense. Someone helped shape Darius and who he began to, to be to bring you on board. It was uh, it was an honor, actually. So, speaking of that first successful summer cohort, though, Nick, you went through that program, correct? Yeah. So, So, how did you find the program, and what was it that drew you to it, considering all of your other and various interests and talents? Yeah. So, one of the teachers at school actually uh, sent me an email, shooting me the link for Nalakai's website, and that's initially how I found out about the program. I went on, like, oh, entrepreneurship, technology, design. Oh, I love these. <laughs> so mm-hmm. after that, I just applied, and here we are. Was there anything comparable <clears throat> in the landscape, I guess, uh, back in 2016? No, you know, um, even now, I haven't found any program in the state or anywhere else that's, you know, at this level at what Nalukai has been able to provide me in terms of opportunities. And, yeah. Well, it sounds to me that, like, it spoke to you and really seemed like something you were really interested in. What in your background or your hobbies or interests or passions uh, were really fed by this opportunity? Yeah, um, a big part of it was, like, the networking experience, right? Um, I didn't expect to to go to Nalukai and meet all these different, you know, driven students from throughout the state. And I think that was really what spoke to me after, you know, leaving the program is that I found a community of students that are incredibly driven and incredibly keen in different subjects, where it be, you know, developers or photographers, videographers. So just that networking experience really spoke to me. Now, at Kamehameha Schools, were you working in programs or clubs or anything similar? Um, a little bit. Yeah, I started an entrepreneurship club with some of my friends, and you know, we'd talk about you know entrepreneurship concepts and things like that, but never to an extent like we did at Nalakai. Mm-hmm. There are programs that uh, you know, like um, the uh, Lemonade Alley, which is kind of uh, you know teaching kids uh, about entrepreneurship, and of course, you know, we've had numerous uh, occasions to introduce you know teams of robotics participants uh, on the show. Uh, I, I I guess I'm trying to find out if going through any of those that I just mentioned, whether it's a, a Lemonade Alley or robotics, is it is it uh, a little too, let's say, prescriptive or narrow? And does Nalukai offer a more diverse, perhaps, uh, offering to explore entrepreneurship? How would you kind of characterize the difference? 
So I know that there are a number of, of coding academies, for instance, that have become very popular, and, and a number of students are doing that over the summer. We wanted to offer something um, that that touched on some of that and harnessed some of that. But what we really wanted to do was create a community. And the networking that Nick referred to, um, I think, is indicative of the type of experience that mm-hmm, we wanted to mm-hmm. create for them. So because they, they would be working in teams and will be working in teams um, from what we uh, what we can gather. And um, so we thought that putting together teams, um, assembling these students and looking at a holistic experience that would allow them to play with um, offers or problems or, or opportunities and, and how would they address, what would they want to create to address some of those issues or mm-hmm, problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the first year, um, there, was a, there was sort of an open-ended web design project that Nick might be able to speak more about because they, they basically, from ground zero, created a pretty fabulous website as a group and different roles emerged. This year, we were a little bit more formulaic or a little bit more prescriptive, um, breaking it down into some projects that, um, that we thought would be developmental um, that would help them develop skills, starting with uh, we did a lunch truck um, kind of free form in their teams where they would design a lunch truck, um, a food truck of their own design. And then we built in these offers. And the, the primary work um, that, they, that they did was to come together to build a service um, or a product, uh, either a nonprofit or for-profit venture. Um, and they worked in those teams. And then throughout the experience, it was punctuated by bringing in these speakers, um, either um, visitors to the program who would spend some time with us um, or people who would Skype in um, and, uh, and be able to consult, in a sense, uh, as their ideas developed. And mm-hmm. they worked on putting together a minimal vi- viable product, for instance, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. getting feedback from people who had, who had developed things. Um, and so I, I think that it's, it's a holistic approach in that at the end they, they prepped to do um, a pitch, and we actually had some big island entrepreneurs come and sit in the audience and pepper them with questions at the end. And they did some great prep work for that. And so it was the de- developing it, but then also practicing how do you how do you tell the story of what it is you're attempting mm-hmm. to do. So, Nick, you know, you were a student and you are still a student, but you were a student in that first cohort. And then they uh, invited you back this past summer to be a mentor for the second cohort of students. Um, what was that transition like for you to be going from a participant to someone who can now help guide other fellow or following students through the same experience or similar experience? Yeah, it was um, certainly an honor to come back for a second year. Um, a big differentiator between the two years was the first year was quite mad almost. Um, we created a website literally from the ground up in five days with uh, a team of developers and photographers and digital storytellers. Mm-hmm. And then the second year, I was able to bring this experience. And, you know, there's a little bit more method to the madness this year um, that we were able to, you know, have these offers. And I was able to give um, kind of some insight onto what direction teams would go and kind of help them, you know, execute their projects and ideas. So especially that that experience that I got from, you know, jamming out a website in five days was able to, you know, um, help guide the next cohort this past year. You know, I want to ask you about what the challenge was with that website because given the opportunity to build a website, there must have been some way of channeling your attention toward a topic. So I want to save that idea. (laughs) I want to hold that thought. We'll we'll be right back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with both David Clark and Nick Wong. We're talking about Nalukai Academy. This is Bite Marks Cafe. 
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, locations, Ekahi Ornish Lifestyle Medicine, and Hawaii Pacific University. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to David and uh, Nick Wong about Nalukai Academy. And of course, uh, I wanted to get a, a sense as to how you, Nick, pulled together whatever the sort of like the challenge was to build this website. What was it that helped you focus in your attention? Because web could cover just about anything. What was it that you focused your, your energies toward? Yeah, so for the first year at Nalukai Academy, the original project were, was that our teams would be making features on a website, so mm-hmm. web specific web pages. But the avenue we were doing this was through like a Weebly or like a Squarespace, a drag and drop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, with a fourth of the campers at Nalukai Academy being developers, we're like, you know, this this is not going to cut it. You know, we need to, we need to, we need to take this a it's step further. It's too simple, right? Yeah, it's it, it was too easy. Right. <laughs> so um, what we did in those five days was I came together with a, a bunch of developers, and we said, you know what, I think we have enough you know, genius here to build something from the ground up. And in those five days, we did. Um, we collaborated with the photographers and the digital storytellers you know, to collect all the media and put it together on a platform that's you know, seamless to share mm-hmm. and seamless to tell the story of Nalakai. So is that website still up and running? Yes. Yeah, so what, what is it called? Yeah, it's called hackercamp2016.nalakai.org. Okay, hackercamp. <laughs> Yeah, so it was the uh, we kind of archived that um, website just to showcase um, the first year of Very what good. we made. Cool. So in terms of the now, I guess uh, David, you're looking at okay. So how do you frame up the challenge in a in a following subsequent year? How were you able to focus their attention onto onto something else? So we had two uh, spectacular curriculum writers uh, mm-hmm. that that put that worked. Um, so Aaron Shorn and uh, Stephen Halstead both work um, up at the Energy Lab at Hawaii Preparatory Academy, which is the venue for our camp. We were lucky enough, thanks to Bill Wicking, who runs that, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to be hosted at HPA and to use the Energy Lab, and it's a fantastic space. Um, but they put together um, essentially the technology curriculum. Um, I worked with them on more of the life skills and attending to teams work along the way. Um, and we knew we wanted to do that. We wanted to facilitate uh, an experience um, that would have them successfully working in their teams. And they worked um, with a mentor of Aaron's, Warren Doy, uh, Elemental Accelerator, who I know mm-hmm. you all are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, he actually uh, brought in a number of the speakers. Um, but they worked together to come up with the concept of let's come up with some offers and give each team the chance to, in a sense, bid for or vie for uh, a particular problem challenge that they wanted to address. And so mm-hmm. they, they did that. So that became kind of the structure. And then it was looking at, well, which speakers did we want? Um, which guests could come in and help? Help them with various aspects along the way, um, and so we had Michael Neeling come from Occupop mm-hmm. um, come and and well actually uh, video conference in and talk to them about logo and branding. Mm-hmm. Um, we had someone who has helped with. Um, 
with startups from the legal standpoint come in and spend do a session with them. We had someone who is an expert on business communication, Sydney Wicking, came in and uh, talked to them this year about um, different levels of communication and how to offer feedback to each other as they got deeper and deeper into their projects. Um, we had an executive director of a nonprofit. Um, we had someone who did a public art project, the Melly Murals Project up in Waimea. Kanoa Castro came in, um, and we actually took a field trip up to Kahilo Theater where the Melly Murals up in Waimea are, and we made the case that a uh, public art project is similar to a startup in that it, it's vision-driven. Um, so how do you do that? Um, and then we had someone who helped them with their pitches. Kevin Ralston came in from the Bay Area. Um, he's, an, he's a corporate uh, communication coach um, and actor and gave them a lot of tips on how to do their pitches. Um, so it was bringing together these great people as resources for mm-hmm. them. Um, we provide each student with a MacBook Pro so that, that they can take with them so they have the tools to be able to um, – to take their to 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 use during the camp, but also then to to use in any future mm-hmm. endeavors that they That's might want to do. So, um, Nick, tell me a little bit about the team formation. I, the, the total cohort is about twenty students, and how big are the teams? And how you mentioned before, like we had a lot of developers, but you don't want a team of all developers, then a team of all business uh, students. So, how did you work that process out? Yeah, so the teams are about um, sizes of four or five, and in them, there's a good mix of photographers and digital creators in that sense, as well as developers, web developers, programmers, engineers. And it's really interesting when you see that the two different skill sets kind of combine and mix. And when that mix happens, it's like um, the ideas start shooting up. Mm-hmm, it's, that, mm-hmm. it's like a mixing pot, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, you could just see really like a lot of collaboration when that comes together. And it was really amazing. Now, Nick, um, I'm going to ask you this first, and maybe David can chime in. But uh, in terms of the application process, how did how did you get selected and how what would you recommend any other potential students who are interested in Nalukai Academy what would they what would Nalukai be looking for yeah for sure i think that Nalukai is not necessarily a collection of you know book smart geniuses but more of a collection of driven students so whatever you're passionate about whatever you you know spend your time doing outside of the classroom if you can just keep on going and keep on driving as fast as you can in that sense and share that with others. And I think that makes you a very strong candidate for Nalukai Academy. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, application process like? And I mean, how many applications do you get when you end up with 20 students in the end? Right. So for the last two years, we've had over 100, 100 applications. Um, I think it's appealing in a lot of ways um, because it's sort of like a fellowship program. Uh, it's completely subsidized. It's completely covered. Uh, plus, the, the MacBook Pro is appealing, certainly, um, to people. And uh, we, we have applicants from um, almost all of the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, this year, we had four islands represented in our cohort. Uh, last year we had five, and it was a pretty even mix between public and, and independent schools um, with some charter schools and some homeschool students also. Um, we have a uh, pretty extensive application. It's, uh, it, it's about a four-page application with a number of short answer essays. And in that, we're trying to figure out um, – what really turns these students on? What gets them excited? Um, are, have, have they made something in the past? Uh, how would they address a problem that they, that they see um, in Hawaii, in their school, uh, in their life in general? And, and have they, they made any attempts to, uh, to hack, if you will, or, uh, or solve those, uh, those problems? And so the application uh, 
typically is available in February. Um, we reach out to guidance counselors, to robotics club leaders, um, to basically the tech community in high schools, um, and uh, and try and generate some interest. And then we, re- we receive those, and a committee uh, forms to review them. So in terms of uh, the um, ability to communicate your drivenness, Nick, <laughs> is that through just the writing, or were you able to submit some video, or how, would, how did you impress the judges or the selection <laughs> selection committee on your 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 interest in in being driven. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a foundation in through the writing, right? That you have to communicate your ideas that through that medium, but also through through video or through photography. And you know, there's a plethora of or a big array of multimedia online to to share, even like tweets. You know, a collection of tweets. Great, great. I like um, I like your tweets. I, like <laughs> I would totally bring you in based on your tweet stream. <laughs> we shall put his. Tw- Twitter handle up on our show notes later on tonight. What's the uh, what's the uh, URL to go to if people are interested in Nalukai Academy? Nalukai.org. Very good. Well, of course, David Clark is the executive director of Nalukai Academy, and Nick Wong is a Nalukai mentor and senior over at Kamehameha Schools. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Mahalo thank you much. Guys so much. And thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when Bert will talk about Project Lead the Way. Hey, what about you? I'll be in Rome. Oh, that's right. <laughs> if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And you can send us your comments or suggestions by emailing us at feedback at bitemarks.org. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. And you can follow me at Hawaii. Our engineer is David Chong. And you can catch us here every Wednesday on HPR1. And, of course, you stay safe while you're shopping. And we will see you back here next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Say the word.